Welcome. Yo. Podcast. Safety. <laughs> Epic. Very, I was, was going to ask episode. if it started yet because I got to go. No, you got to go pee, whatever. You got to what, Kevin? Well, you go do it. Go do what you need to do. Bring the camera with you. Show us your toilet. <laughs> Show us what you're working with, Kevin. Well, that's, that's for the Patreon. Just go pee. Go pee. That's extra Patreon content. Go pee. I can't believe you were the person that was the most late to the recording, and yet you still didn't go pee. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, and this is what we're doing. This is a date? Four-way date. date right now? Four-way date. Yes. Wait, you said we were on a date earlier, what? Nigel. Look at now you want to be charming and not with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna it's date like, with me if there's other. It's like when there. someone asked you what you're doing some night and you're like, oh, I might be busy or whatever. And then someone with better plans <laughs> asks you what you're doing. <laughs> I'm free, <laughs> baby. Completely free. So what you're saying is you did not have better plans for Valentine's Day than doing a uh, podcast. I probably could have found better plans, but these were the <laughs> best plans that I didn't have to work for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I had a late. What kind of a loser late, records uh, a podcast? I, I had a late work day, day, so that's why I'm still like wearing the. And sitting in a gaming chair, like with a <laughs> ghost goblin. Wait, Bernard, I thought it was funny when you said, you're like, Monday's Valentine's Day. Uh, are you guys still going to record a podcast? I actually laughed at that <laughs> question. <laughs> Well, it was like a cry <laughs> laughter, yeah. right? No, I'm saying like I just laughed. I'm like, do you have any clue who you're talking to? Well, his, so, so we got a married guy on here, it's and then we got uh, Kevin, who's in a long-term relationship, right? Um, Kevin probably should be married. I, I bet you the courts, the courts would probably consider them common law marriage. Yeah. No, you want to know why my why I'm single is because my I did a podcast <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> No, Sandra will understand. Actually, I don't know. Sandra, do you understand? No, she doesn't because she's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's perfect. She's gone, to the, she's gone to the store to, to get something. Yeah. For <laughs> no. Cucumber and Vaseline <laughs> for Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kevin's like, oh, no. <laughs> I've become like a foods YouTuber at this point. Like, I've like, bought. Oh, yeah, no. I, Are I you buying gizmos? Souvenir. I got a smoker, a pellet gadgets. smoker, and then I'm gonna be doing uh, some food stuff. Wait, just wait. I am. I thought you were in an apartment. <laughs> are you gonna use I mean, a pellet smoker? Smoker. Right? Your neighbors are gonna, gonna use hate you. How else would you huh? use it? I didn't think you could use smokers indoors. No. Because you're like die. big. They're like the size of a. <laughs> Look at look at Editor, his face. You can see that's like a shit-eating mark you've got. There's no problem here, you know. Just just leave it running. It's no, it's okay. Just open the window. <laughs> Do you just like vent the smoke well, outside? I mean, the smokestack. I can't tell if you see. So, yeah, he's no, probably gonna do it on put, a patio. Put the smokestack. Put a tube on the smokestack and then put it out the window and then leave the window open and it's all good. What was if there's a leak? Drill a hole through the floor. Drill. Well, no, you don't put it out the window. You drill a hole through the floor to your neighbors above you. You vent the smoke into their apartment. Oh, yeah, no. You do it yeah, in the bathroom, yeah. and you turn the bathroom fan on. Actually, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> smoking. Well, uh, see, yeah. you have a balcony, then? Are you going to do that? Smoking in the bathroom. Uh, I don't what know. Smoke, smoke some ribs. I, I'm going to smoke s some burgers smoke to some start. Meats. So this is the first smoke. time I've ever done this, right? So I'm, a, I'm legit a foods YouTuber at this point because yeah. all my videos are about people eating food. So I, I might as well cook it and eat it myself, too, yeah. you know? 
This man <laughs> ate Bernard's cooking, and this is this what happened. S- smoked meats in his apartment. <laughs> oh, this... dude, can you do a smoked meats one and put a picture of Mark Zuckerberg's face in the thumbnail? This man smoked meats. <laughs> and lost $230 billion in stock. <laughs> I, I like how the money just like made its way to Amazon right the next day. Like whatever, whatever was lost. Like is that what happened? Oh, yeah, really? like, I, didn't I think Amazon went saga. up two hundred billion the next day. I should have or bought something. Amazon. I mean, it, it, it. All this highlights to me is how garbage and nonsense the stock market is. If you're trading like yeah. in the short term, because everything went down. Yep. Yeah, and then everyone was freaking out because Amazon was down, and they're like, "Oh wait, it, it was down like eighteen percent or something." And then they're like, "Oh, but in aftermarkets, uh, it jumped, so now it's up five percent." And you're like, "That's not." <laughs> that's that's not like normal. This... I have just, always it okay, if you look line, at like it's recovery. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, I like I feel like when you say you don't understand the stock market, I'm pretty sure there's actually nobody who understands no. the stock market because if they understood the stock market, they would be very rich. Uh, yeah, but like Warren Buffett maybe understands. No, but I think he openly states you, that like mm, you can't. Here's. All you can do is sort of try your best to think about what you think will be valuable in the future. Like, I okay, here's, if you think back in the old days, like what was the stock market when it was invented? Oh, like the, the Dutch when they created the fact that you can piece, like you can actually cre- divide your organization so that other people can own part of it, right? And then that way then, um, yeah. you're put, you're, you right. could do so, some yeah. stuff with money. You get like yeah. extra extra money, like right? Extra so it was it was like it was a way to facilitate investing money because they realized it was beneficial. Like instead of holding cash in a bank, it's super beneficial to be able to use the money to make more money because it like stimulates mm-hmm. the economy. But it's very difficult to like start a new business. So it's like, oh, I've got more money, so I have to start a new business. Like it doesn't really work. That doesn't work well. So instead, you could you could sort of invest in other people's ideas, and that would like stimulate the economy. And so you sort of would think to yourself, okay, if I buy part of this guy's idea, which I think is really good, he can then use this money to start the business. And then I will have part ownership of the business. And if the business becomes valuable, I own part of it. And then what's the stock market today? Gambling. <laughs> it's gambling. It's straight up gambling. Oh, I think this, this they're going to do you, good to make me Kevin, a lot of money. Kevin, tell us how you do stocks. Or should I, <laughs> I, should buy, I, I buy high, ask buy you a question? High, sell low. <laughs> Kevin, official technique. That's my secret for you guys. Be careful with this very powerful information. I I have only, the only way I can describe, like every time I talk to the CPA, I'm like, I am dumb. Accurate. Tell me, like I am five years old. I'm five. I'm a dumb five-year-old. If you don't give me an explicit list of things to do, I will screw it up. Like, I don't want to yeah, have to think that's... about it. I don't have to figure it out. Like I, the way I describe YouTube is I like making things and I like making videos. And all of a sudden, this this business formed around it that I have no idea how to run. <laughs> oh, dude, exactly. And I like, have no idea. Kevin, do you know what you have to do? If you if you form a business entity, just cat hair in my mouth. You yep. have to pay yourself, but yeah. you have to withhold social security. So, what I do that I did way too late. The CPAs finally made me do it. Is I pay a company sixty five dollars a month so that they can pull money out of my account yep. and then send it to me. 
in a check. Are they yeah, actually but they also deposit? split up the taxes too. Uh, so like they're yeah, they withhold yeah, everything for you. Yeah, like they're an administrative company, yeah. and so like, so like it's super important because if you miss the filing and then the IRS comes after right. you when you file next year, now you got to pay interest on what you missed plus the penalty, right? Yes. You know, you know what happened to me. So I, I am the owner, and I'm the sole employee. And we take money from the account and put it right back into the account. <laughs> and I, I know. pay $65 like, a month to do that. Wait. And you have to do it. You could do it yourself. It's but really it's like, that's way more complicated. Yeah. I don't you know what happened it. to me. You, 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 like, you have to do it. Like, or the IRS is going to come and crawl inside your butt <laughs> one day. I find the quarterly thing is such a weird, uh, like it, it's. You get paid quarterly? Well, I have to now because the government yeah. changed it. You're supposed um, to. But it's like, it's weird because. On YouTube, for the most part, it's like as your channel grows, the total income grows usually. So let's say making up a number, let's say like one year, but just for round numbers, like you get 100K for let's say year one, the government assumes you'll make right. at least 100K the next year. And they go, well, quarterly, then you're making 25K a quarter. But the problem is then January, you don't make that much. Like the first quarter is just crap. Right. So then you didn't even make very much, but they tax you on less on more money than you actually made. <laughs> oh, it's they like estimated they, they tax though. So here in the US, you don't yeah. I mean, you can pay it and you can pay it in the hopes that uh, you won't get the penalty just in case you do make more in that quarter one of this year than quarter one of last yeah. year. But in some cases, when you're starting to make less and less, when you file the next year, you can make a case to the IRS and say like, look, my quarter one was like 90% lower than the year before. I couldn't pay yeah. that estimated tax, right? There's also like other cases where you accidentally make too much money, right? Let's just say you <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I hate when that happens. No, but like yeah. you have a video go like massively ultra viral and it for some reason has like, you know, yeah. ads that are paying like hundred dollars CPMs or something, right? Just just as an example, like <laughs> that's ten billion oh, views. Yeah, right? you, you have a video like it just instantly gets to like twenty million views by accident. You're just like what like what is this? Mm. Right. Now like let's just that's what I'm saying in December or right. November. So they think that you're like, your company's really killing it. And then January, you have <laughs> like crap off. videos yeah. with a terrible scene. Then you, you actually die. You're killing it in December. And no, but, but think about it, right? Like if something goes ultra viral and let's just say you make like, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, like you make mm. the whole years, like from January to October, you, you make that in one week in November, right? Yeah. So you've doubled your income, yeah. right? And so it mm -hmm. like, I've thought about that. And like, let's just say somebody doesn't know how to manage their money really well. And they're like, oh, I have all this money. Time to buy a Lambo, time to buy all this other stuff. And then at the end of the year, like at the end of the tax year, when they have to file, they don't have cash on hand. And now they have to like take a loan to pay tax. They have to figure out how to pay their tax I've been trying to figure out how to pay me. my tax bill with a credit card because I wanted the points, <laughs> but I haven't, fi I haven't figured out Speaking that. Speaking of Lamborghinis. Yet. I've I've I participated in a scheme <laughs> and I won a Lamborghini. I'm not even kidding. Is it the Mr. Beast thing? It is. Would you? Well, uh, yeah. I got the small is. Lamborghini. Wait. I could. I tried to sign up. It says everybody. I don't know if this is back. Is it? Can you see this the right way? No, is that custom packaging? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Went all out. Even good, got honestly. the choking warning. Okay. Dang. Honestly, that's better than getting the middle size one. Which Wait, is so like Mr. The, Beast uh, gave that to everyone? 
You had to sign Dude, up. I wish I had the. I would rather. And did you know about this? Like you the, sign you up it, and you right? either get that, like a like I think like a little Lambo motorized thing you could sit in or something like a bigger toy, or yeah, an, an RC car Lambo, the mini one. Oh. Yeah, they were the... like four Lambos total. Actual so Lambos. How much did you pay for that? Thirty-five bucks, and they had a hundred thousand entries. So. Wow. That's sort of outside of me. Wait, you can't do 35 times. Yeah, let me do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it well, was. Well, hey, that, so like a lot of... I just want to make sure that's a lot of zeros. <laughs> so when Jimmy out. gives the... When he gives like straight money away, uh, like the one part of the video that you don't see that I'm like 100% sure his accountant is like saying like, you have to get their social security number. Like they have to pay taxes on the money, right? There is... There has to be some behind the scenes stuff. Like... Dude, just just learning yeah, for, stuff about taxes like that where like i <laughs> i kind of like accidentally dude i don't know if jimmy actually does a lot of that like, honestly it's just the in my head thinking about all the numbers that he has to go through like his accountants it just kind of hurts me like uh so with this 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 was an actual sweepstakes mm. and if you went on the website and you looked at the terms and conditions they said if you do win the lambo you're gonna, we're gonna fax you some paperwork for the taxes. You're gonna have to fax back to us before we ship it to you. So, like so an actual is, sweepstakes is one thing. Like you yeah. gotta do it legit. There but if you're is, doing it like a kind of sweepstakes, there's a way to do it. I don't because I think we actually asked Jimmy about this. I don't remember exactly what they said, but well, it's like is, you know the Mr. Beast thing. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, the Squid Game thing. If you buy right. a T-shirt, you get a chance to be in Squid Game. I mean, there's like local a, regulatory stuff about what is that, that yeah. right? Yeah, there, there's organizations that will handle this for you, apparently, and because it's a really good idea. It's sort of like you can you can essentially do something bigger. And I don't know. I just you know, it's kind of fun to like you know. I I, I like the idea of a sweepstakes, um, but you have to be careful because you technically can't have it be only buy-in. So there's yeah. organizations that will help you do the back end of this where they will have the loophole available, which is writing and you have to submit a request. Yeah, with this one, you could you could write a postcard and send it into the people to get your chance of right. winning a Lambo. I wonder how many people actually do that, though. I would love to know. Because it's probably not a lot. You could do 10 write-ins. <laughs> uh, one right. person can do it to 10 write-ins. The, but the thing is, is that they could give you like 35... You know, you could probably get 35 write-ins for buying, a, buying a, the, the car itself or, you know, maybe 100 write-ins. So it's like you can do it by hand, but your statistical change, it's like, it's like pointless. It's like why even do it? Plus, you have to go through the effort of mailing it and everything like that. Yeah, so, but if you're, someone's going to spend like, you know, 350 bucks, 3,000 bucks on toy cars. Like, yeah. That's a gamble. Yeah. There, there's a way, though, with the prize money, depending on how you do it where it's a gift or you, you can pay the taxes. So like I've asked people about this, like, uh, I don't know if this is too much detail, but like, you know, like David on, Dobrik like on uh, PayPal, <laughs> Kevin, yeah. Kevin yeah. buy something loophole. on PayPal and someone's like, Just send no, it no, as no, a friend. no, that's different. That's different. <laughs> that's, that's PayPal charging. I think. No, like if I, I give, oh, oh, when you buy a car, when yes. you sell a car on Craigslist and they're like, just, just put it as zero dollars, so but I don't. Have I to pay don't taxes on. So I think there's technically, for example, like if if I was American, just to make things easier, if I were American, and I was like, hey Kevin, I bought a Tesla, let's have a contest, and like you, you and Will and Bernard <laughs> are the only contestants, and you win a Tesla, I can't just go like, oh, the loophole now is I'm selling it to you for a dollar. You have to pay taxes on the market value. 
So it's like whatever the book market value is, yes. you owe the taxes because that's your capital. Like that's a gain, right? Because you could turn around you and can, sell it. You can always much. kind of lie about that. Like like with a used car that sort of has a more ambiguous yeah. value, you can usually get away with saying a much lower number. Yeah, this car was full of <laughs> farts. <laughs> yeah. The seats. The seats. Really this car was One dollar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one had an old chicken nugget. That makes it value go up or down. What are you talking about? Uh, you can do so. Like one of the things that I I like tried to figure out, look into is like when let's say like David Dobrik gives away a car. It's to pretty somebody. complicated. Yeah, that's like the first thing in my mind is like how do they handle the tax stuff? So the answer is because I I you know one of my friends who's gotten one of the cars, I asked about you know did you have to pay the tax? Because they, they didn't know. And I'm like, you need to figure this out because it, this is not going to, like, you, you know, it's going to come tax season and you have this car that costs, you like know, extra like extra $20,000. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be like hit with this like fifteen to $20,000 tax bill. I don't actually know what it would be. Probably fifteen. dollars uh, Like, you need to figure it out right now. It turns out that they did pay. There's a special form that you can fill out when you're giving something mm -hmm. like that away where you can pay the tax. So David, instead of paying $50,000 for the car, paid like 50 for the car and then another $15,000 yeah, like tax up, or something like kinda that. It's kind of weird. Like, yeah, if the nice. car's worth 50K, David ends up paying, yeah, like closer to 70 or something. Yes, right. It's really kind of bizarre. I don't know exactly how it works, but it does end up making it much more expensive. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, no. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, no. <laughs> Jim Jams. He just gets in the way of everything. Um, or you can just commit fraud, oh, there I guess. It goes. <laughs> Jimmy, no. Well, uh, Nigel, I have, a, I have a question for you, Nigel. Can you make a, you know, you've seen people make computers, like mechanical computers or, or like water computers. Could you make a chemistry I computer? don't know what you mean. What's a water computer? What do you mean no, a water computer? I don't know either. I just thought you would know. You know, like they do math. Yeah. Like the water flowing like, like into Vince. reservoirs. It's funny you're, valves, you say this. Like you've seen this. Like, you've seen this. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, probably. Can I can I add what? one detail? Okay. It has to be a really shitty computer <laughs> <laughs> with a really simple function. I mean, you probably you could spell boobs on on this calculator. Hmm. I probably have to get more familiarized with the water one and the other ones before I. Uh, extrapolate it to you you just you sort of need you need to be able to like have a reaction that can like tip off another reaction and you sort of have a bunch yeah. of things intertwined or like maybe temperature has something to do with it where it's like you know like i would say that like a thermometer is almost kind of like a physical computer right where it's like the temperature causes oh, it to go. expand and then there's a readout on it it's like yeah, yeah really like you simple, can read but. you can read the reaction with like other other like you know microcontrollers or something like you can read the state change with a microcontroller or or you know a heat hmm. sensor but i mean there's probably a way so you could do something where like it changes color what's the reaction that changes color like uh like acidity and the I, uh, I, the clock. clock's classic or like the glucose, isn't there one where you can like, you know, it turns blue, but then it also, it'll mm -hmm. go back to normal when, after a while, like standing in the air. That could be actually be better because then it resets itself. I was thinking about those ones. It's kind of like the Indigo Carmine, like the stoplight. What's the blue one? What's the dye? I forget what it's called. Also, we're kind of a chemical computer if you think about it. What do you oh, mean? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going, this is too deep. I was actually going to say that. <laughs> Time to overclock. Where's the drugs? <laughs> uh, 
That's a really this good man, analogy. This man overclocked his brain with ketamine. It would be uh, one of the stimulants. Oh, oh, uh, methamphetamine. I get the means mixed up. Too many amines. <laughs> Not enough oh, receptors. Oh, your body will create more. You know, I, I have a... I did. I did a bunch of. Oh, will uh, Okay, that that puts my mind a lot, feeling a lot better. Ask your question. <laughs> I'm just checking something. Um, I like. I kind of like the tax conversation. I feel like I. I, no, I love nobody the, likes the tax. I know they don't. I hate well. paying money to the government, well, though. No, That's why I like talking so about just it. Just like don't pay. I haven't scams. paid taxes in like seven no, years. We're bro. gonna talk about taxes from the angle of the here's, government here's is the taking thing, my right? money I mean, away. It's I like it, so for the people listening. Um, if you're able to. Um, you know, max out your retirement contribution. Put your money in a Bitcoin account. You know, if you're able to keys. max out your retirement contributions uh, from your paycheck from your employer, like, I that's probably the best advice I've ever gotten. Right. So, yeah, always max it. That's out. true. My neighbor yelled at me. He's like, "How old are you? You haven't put any money in your retirement account yet." Because here's the thing, it. right? I have colleagues. How did that feel, Kevin? <laughs> It, I've gained over one thousand dollars a year <laughs> from the on this retirement account. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's money, right? I, I have God I have colleagues who are MD PhD, yeah. right? And then they they didn't finish their fellowship until they were, the, they were thirty eight, and so they had no uh, they had no retirement anything until they were almost forty, right? So it's like you know now they're what forty five, and like now they're starting to you know build a little bit of retirement, but they're what. Uh, if you finish college at 22, you have 14 years of retirement contributions on this person. And, you know, for until they were 38, they probably still had to pay, you know, student loans and everything, too, that had to be deferred. Right. So it's like it's just thinking about that. You know, yeah. it's like if, if you're able to contribute. Right. Like do do as much quick, as you though. can. Why? Why doesn't everyone just have like a government retirement account where it's like everybody has this account? That's their own personal by. social security yeah it's like like this account is attached to you you can use it like you can do whatever you want with it but it's like you it's already set up it like everybody understands how it works because like when i was talking to you know like the cp i don't even know who i was talking to because i don't understand how it's like they're like oh you could do like a sep ira or a a, a kiosh uh, uh 401k profit sharing or this and i'm just like I don't know what any of that means and you have to have different types of accounts and then I have a retirement account and then I was like trying to put money in it but like for this type of account you could put money in it electronically but for this type of account I had to like give a check I had to walk a check to one of the branches and I was just sitting there thinking like I don't understand how this works this is so confusing this is why people don't put money in retirement accounts is because they just it's like one step too difficult and they'll be like I'll do it later I'll do it later they just keep kicking the can down the road and then they're 38 and don't have any money in a retirement account that's me uh, yeah, I know. I feel like we talk about it all the time. You like Nigel invests in nothing. Well, Kevin, you're nice. Kev Kevin looks like he's from like an '80s VHS now. Is that? It's a VHS that's my, camera. That's my other that camera. A camera pointed <laughs> at a camera. Jesus, Christ. I know. No, no, this is oh, actually nice. the VHS camera. Pointed at it. It like records on on little tapes, and I got it at a at a ham fest. It was seven dollars. <laughs> that's funny. It looks way too good. It's like you need years of corruption to get that VHS look. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure uh, Riverside will take care of that. <laughs> oh my God, dude! I I uh, I remember thinking a long time ago, um, when I when I first the first tax I ever paid. You always remember the first. I'm tax. keeping this camera on. As long as we're talking about taxes, I'm using this camera. So you, 
it was like a 10 wait, what's the form the yeah. 1099 easy or yeah, the for, 1090 for, easy like, or something like, like that your, where it's like the simplest compensation whatever it is it's like the super simple basic tax form or if you like if you don't have any deductions it's a single page and i was looking at it and i was looking at tax brackets and i had like for a split second i had the thought that moment where you look at the tax brackets i'm like oh wait so if you made and like you could potentially get a raise a dollar an hour raise and that would put you the next tax bracket and you would make less oh, yeah. money yeah there's, there's and i like i for that split second i was sitting there thinking i was like that doesn't make any sense. There has to be some, like, oh, yeah. there's, I, I there's literally about. no way that that's how it works. But that was like the first inkling I had when I saw that was like, oh, it's if you make over 20,000 or if you make 30,000 a year, you go into this bracket and you pay 15% instead of 10 or whatever it is. And I'm like, but then you'd end up paying more. Uh, and I feel like the fact that I had that thought, even though I immediately knew I mean, it was should- wrong, I yeah, you should qualify by saying don't. that you only pay that extra money on that $1. Right. Exactly. If you make $10 over that amount, that bracket amount, you only pay I, that higher percentage. I also percentage think there's something $10. interesting about taxes too. And you this, this happens a lot. Um, it's like because the government is going to be getting, let's say, 30% of your money, people opt to not yeah. make the money. So, so I've, I've you speak to some right. people and they'll get a, they'll get offered something they'd be like oh if i get bumped up the tax bracket that's three percent more than i normally pay and the government's going to take this so i'm not going to take this three thousand dollars because i don't want to pay thirty percent to the government and i'm just like wait what i was sticking just it like, to the man like, it's, it's this weird thing where like they don't want to make more money because part of it goes to the government like, but you're still making more money oh so here's the thing i saw a job posting um uh last week and it was for a community cancer doctor and the salary was five seventy-five thousand. Uh, that's that's like a, a lot higher than what you would normally get. I was like, is that uh, good or it, bad? Five hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, like half a million dollars. You get a forty thousand dollars sign-on bonus. You get a thirty thousand dollars retention bonus paid out in ten thousand dollars per year for three years. It's it, it like it's it's, it's it's a little it's it's a lot higher than what you would get like if you worked at a university hospital. So, I mean, those kinds of things. Right. Like, I was thinking about that earlier today because it's like you're you're literally in the one percent income earners at that point, and mm. your taxes are so heavy in that case. Well, it's like it's like fifty percent. Yeah, almost, uh, was, right? yeah. Your your effective yeah. tax rate when you calculate, and it, it was in Illinois. So, I mean, Illinois taxes are really high too. And so what, what, what I thought about was that a lot of times people, what they do is that they try to give like a longer term incentive and not pump the salary so high. I mean, th- this, is, this is in a group of earners that's just like, I mean, it really is 1%. But, you know, what they do is they, they put that long term incentive in like company stock. But if this is a community oncology center, it, this is like a small business LLC that has like two oncology doctors and then maybe like you know 20 or 25 nurses plus you know uh ancillary staff as well so it's like if you think about it like you there are no shares in that like <laughs> it, it's not like a publicly traded company so like that person it, it's if if it's even a real job i feel like it wasn't it wasn't a real job i feel like it was just kind of like <laughs> you needed to post it to show that hey we're hiring but they had no intention to hire because the salary's kind of on the high end for that, right? Mm. So it's like thinking about how that whole thing works. Um, 
you you technically don't want a salary that high. Um, you you want it you want uh, like total compensation package to be something a little bit different and maybe a little bit more balanced so that you know not everything get just get it's not like a unilateral payment to you right yeah i have some friends that work in tech who have like uh have done um vesting where you you start on with the company you sign on they give you a stock package but you don't have access to it for like some set amount of time so you get some maybe after a year some after two years some after three years like it's incentive to keep you yeah. working there at the company. Uh, and that I, I learned will basically come in as a lump sum as well, where it's like the instant that stock vests, you now have a tax obligation right. on it because it counts as income. And so you could potentially like if a company does really well, you could end up with like a, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or in uh, obligation to the IRS because of this stock package that the company gave you that just all of a sudden, you know, appeared out of thin air. And so now all of a sudden you have to like, if it sell invests, a bunch of it, you don't necessarily have to, to be able sell to sell it though. Right. You, they, no, but you still have the tax obligation. Like, I think. They've told me for some long-term incentives, it's like it'll vest after three years and then you have access to it, but you don't necessarily have to sell it because let's just say. You right, don't have to sell it. So you can pay, uh, Google says, you Schwab says, your account. you can pay ordinary income tax on the award when it's granted and pay long-term capital gains tax on the gains when you sell it, or you can pay ordinary income tax on the whole amount when it vests. So if you get uh, $100,000 in stock that vests, you all of a sudden have uh, uh, immediate tax burden, I think. That and sucks. you have to pay long-term capital gains when you sell it? This is why I don't invest, man. What? This is why I don't... <laughs> Wait, what? I just don't get involved with any of this. I don't know. Either way, I definitely have some friends who basically have had this happen where, like, the company did well. And so, like, they still, they still had money anyways. But, um, and all of a sudden, they find themselves with, like, this massive, massive tax bill. So, they've got to sell a yeah. bunch of that stock that they have. Exactly. And, the, and yeah. then... Yeah. Then they've got to pay extra taxes it always on feels that. Yeah. Like some some cyclical. Bro. Oh, then you loop. go buy it. Where, yeah, you you yeah. sell it to pay off, and then you're like, I made more money. I need to sell more. Yeah. And in my head, it never. And then ends. you take that money and you go to the you go to the store to buy something, and what do they? Dude, you? when does it end? No, you're right, Nigel. This is like it's the fact that like it ends because the amount that you pay in tax is always <laughs> when you usually, die. Yeah. Unless you're at the, if you're at the the bracket where you get, you're getting taxed 50%, then maybe it does never end. But if if you're making, let's say, 70% of the money and paying 30% in tax, you do if you do liquidate enough, you'll pay off the tax you owe. But if you are at the 50-50 yeah, you'll still mark, make money. Can you actually get out of that? I like think if you I don't owed think... a certain amount and you pay, you sold off a certain amount to pay it off, but you owed half of the money that you See, this is where it gets confusing. What happens if the stock spikes up and then it vests and then it drops down <laughs> well, the next day? <laughs> Life sucks, I guess. Like, I don't, but you see, like, I don't understand how this works. There's probably some rule. You just got to leave sense, the country. Like, if you had a bunch and, of stock, uh, 
Like, yeah, imagine if your stock vested last year and they charged you $50,000 and then all of a sudden the stock price dropped this year, <laughs> and but you didn't sell any of it, but you had to pay the tax obligation. You're like stuck now with this like huge tax bill. I, and I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, I mean, we're, we're all talking like you have to pay your tax, right? You, you have to pay it. <laughs> right? You have to pay it. it. It's like, a, it's a fact of luck. Wow. Right, Kevin. And so when when you when you yeah, get the, the money will... from selling whatever um like for me i like I, I don't i don't spend that much money as a person right My, like i don't live lavishly i, I live in this you, you know I, I live in a you don't even have I a don't even own the place that i live uh i I, I drive a Ford, for God's sake, right? <laughs> Bernard. I have a my, wait, Bernard. I have one question. Is your mattress no on the ground? But but the the bed. Wow! The bed, look at this rich guy over bed. here. <laughs> Loaded, Nigel. Is your mattress um, on the ground? No, but my mattress is uh like eleven years old. <laughs> okay, I saw. Wh- wh- where's the video? Is where it you on and a box? Alan... Um, I don't think. Oh, that I was Hacksmith's house. So. I don't know. All right, Kevin, is your mattress on the ground? No, but it was, was for a long it? time. Huh? Wait, wait, when did you get it off the ground? I feel like last time I was there, it was on the ground. It was on the ground for tw- 29 <laughs> years. <laughs> so <what> you <laughs> have, you, have you always slept on the ground with a mattress? No, I mean, we had a, I have a box spring. Oh, fancy guy over here. And before oh. that, it was off the ground, but then like I built this bed frame, and it was like way too tall. It was like... So you I was like purchased a bed it. frame and so a box got rid of it. because I was told it's bad feng shui to be sleeping on a mattress on the floor. So I didn't have to buy my bed frame. Uh, it was gifted to me. <laughs> okay. I cool. thought I thought like in Chinese culture, a lot of it was like, don't people sleep on really yeah. hard surfaces Yeah, so too? I, my, my parents, like they sleep without like pillows on like the or... hardest spring mattresses ever. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, okay. In high character. school. In high school, uh, there was a kid I was uh, friends with who was straight from China. Came from China when we were in middle school, and uh, I went to his house one day. He he ran cross country with me. And I went to his house one day after practice because he was pretty close to the high school, and I sat on his bed, and I shit <laughs> so you not. You what on his bed? A hundred percent. I took a shit on his bed. Uh, it was a mattress, and on top of the mattress was a piece of plywood wrapped in nice like. A linen, and then on top of that was wait. He just covers. slept on plywood. He jump on it instantly. Break yes, your ass. he slept on a board on top of a Why? mattress. Cause it's I don't know, good for your back or something. So I've never seen when, it's like good when I was a kid. When I was like twelve, because uh, I'm half Japanese. So I heard from some relatives, maybe like maybe some of the older relatives. They said that they're like it's oh, it's good for your back to sleep on the ground. So I just slept on the hardwood floor for probably, I think, like five or six months. My brother and I just did it. But it was. It's not actually um, good for you, is it? I think it's like it does keep your back straight, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I, <laughs> I think that only worked because I was a kid. Because I've yeah. tried to do it. I've had, there's a few occasions where, you know, you, <laughs> you go somewhere and turns out, I mean, the sleeping arrangements weren't as good as you thought, and it's just the floor. Um, right. Like every sleepover ever as a kid, <laughs> but as an yeah. adult, oh god, you no like blanket. sleep. You roll up in the rug. But as an adult, Kevin, you realize <laughs> yeah, as a kid, you you weigh so little, you can actually sleep on your side, oh. and it doesn't destroy your hip bone. You can't do that as an adult. You can only sleep on your back. 
How did people sleep before um, beds? <laughs> oh, bro. I, I saw know. this YouTube video. It was like some really huge muscle dude. And he's like, what are you watching? he's like walking around showing his sleep routine. He's like, oh, we got Faraday cages on the linens because, the you know, on the walls because our ancients didn't have cell phone <laughs> signals. And we sleep on a straight wooden bed frame, just wood, because that's how they used to sleep. And he was really muscular, so you want to believe I what just, he's saying. But oh my he gosh. actually it's, has no idea. What, well, and we die of about. basic the, the, medical emergencies when, because that's how our ancestors died. Yeah, they're just like, like, this is how we used to sleep. I'm like, and then with many years of technological no, they advances, we've developed superior we ways actually to sleep. sleep on rock floors. We, like, they didn't used to brush they, their teeth, and but no, so but I don't they, either. They, <laughs> They slept on the floor because that's all they had. I'm sure if you offered them a bed, they yeah. weren't choosing the floor. Our ancestors used to yeah. eat dirt cakes. They also died before they were they died before they were 35 <laughs> so, as well. I'm gonna I'm dying from cholera like God intended. <laughs> there was a guy, a heavy metal guitarist, who slept on his he slept on his shoulder and then couldn't play guitar anymore. He had to relearn. Yeah, no. Have you seen? I never heard about that from uh, Megadeth. It ruined it. It'll. I. It, I'm sure it will. Like I said, I've tried to sleep on my side on the hardwood floor. You. It's gonna cause nerve and joint damage. Da- like it's just too much weight on such a small little area. Like yeah, you can't do that long term. Yeah. yeah, or something. Especially in your shoulder, you're gonna just mess up your joint. Perfect I feel like the back, back is the only option. But if you do that, you know, and then let's just say, like, I mean, you, you can you can cause some reflux and make it harder to breathe. Like when you're when you're laying on the back, right? It, the ventilation's not good. And then, I mean, I'm I'm we're in front of the computer all day, so like, like our, our postures like are probably all, at least back. mine is uh, posture is no good, right? Oh, mine is for sure. I'm a I'm, I'm like I'm a little posture. goblin. When I, I, get... I know. I've, every time I've tried Lately. sleeping on the heart on the floor as an adult, it does. You wake up every like. Yeah, every hour or so because you just aren't comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, so I remember it this. just doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, the Megadeth guy couldn't play like twenty years ago because he like slept on his side. I I don't know if you, I don't know if people listening know. Was it like uh, for no? A day he or he was, was able permanent? to relearn it. I mean, I remember they started releasing albums again in like the late two thousands, uh, and that was like early two thousands when it all happened. I I don't I don't know if you guys listen to that music. Uh, somebody watching probably does though. <laughs> it's a, it, it's a really a good band. It was the um, guitarist. He was the original guitarist for Metallica, and then went out to make huh. his own band. Man, that would suck. Like lose function. I've always thought like every time we do some shady stuff, like when we were blowing up the mannequin. Remember Kevin? Oh yeah. And we had oh, our yeah. little uh, our little charges. Our little- our little fireworks. I was I was one handing it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do everything with my left hand because if I had to pick a hand to lose, it's definitely not my right hand. <laughs> oh yeah, we could have we could have like you know both held on to one end and uh, assembled the firework. So yeah, we lose two hands. I just hands. don't like explosives. I, well, that way I you don't have to lose too. both of your hands. You know, you can right. take someone with you. Right. <laughs> we can be one person. Exactly. You can you just use your right, I'll up. use my left. And that way, when yeah. we get our hands blown off, we can form one complete set of hands. We like, I think our, our takeaway from that experience was for electronically ignited stuff like that, that we should always use a fuse. So we light the fuse. That way, when you're assembling it, you have some sort of 
obvious indicator that the system is, has been activated instead of just having the igniter directly inside of the uh, charge. charge. I wonder what's right caused right. more more spaghetti hands, though. Fuses or somebody trying to electronically ignite it? Probably fuses. So one of the worst things I've ever saw was uh, somebody had their hand caught in a shredder. Uh-oh. Like a paper shredder. That That's the absolute... <laughs> Yeah. A oh, paper shredder. No. What? A small I, office I, I don't paper shredder? It, I think it was like a bigger like industrial shredder. Um, but it was like that's like it was awful. And then I mean <laughs> those patients they just go to the trauma surgeon right there. So it's uh, I mean you, you see that coming through and you're oh. How bad was it? How far uh, like up did up it go? Wrist. Uh oh, tell me wrist. tell me when. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean they didn't have ah! any after that, but it, it was awful. Like I I mean I, I just I, I never want to see that again. So, sorry for the terrible imagery for anyone watching. <laughs> Bernard just comes in here. <laughs> Ye I old mean, safety third, hands. right? <laughs> I feel like we still. I mean, we, I feel like we. I don't. Know, I think we talked about some of the first episode we ever did of like this. The the general idea of safety of like safe enough, and I think that like my version of safety is like complacency of like. You become complacent. Oh, that yeah. is where like, that's what you try happen. to avoid. I don't care about taking <laughs> risks. Right, exactly. Maybe you should. Like Kevin. risks are okay. <laughs> Being complacent is like a death. I, I mean, that's where most of the accidents happen, and usually they're worse because the people who are new and starting out don't have access to the things that'll really mess you up, and then it's the complacent ones who yeah. have access to you know the big toys, and then they. <laughs> And they're confident. Like, yeah, exactly. They're like, I've used this for and years. The... Like a skill saw with the the guard rubber banded up. Like I, I, you know, you know, like a handheld skill saw. Oh, oh, yeah. Got is the that rotary what they do? blade. It's like a chop saw. You're holding that. it by hand. Wait. Um, they have this guard you're that just, wraps it's like around the, circular the blade. Saw, right? And so, yeah, circular saw. Yeah, yeah. A skill saw is the name brand, I guess. So when you start cutting into something, you start from the edge. And you cut into it, and that guard gets pushed back mm. as the blade I just hold it enters with my the hand. material. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like when that's people, better like, than rubber banding it, because sometimes it you need to do that to get it started. Yep, like if, especially if you like if you got halfway through and it bound up, and you have to start it again, and you kind of have to like lift it up and out and get it back in. Yeah. Uh, we had a neighbor. I, I don't remember this. I was a kid uh, growing up. We lived in a, you know wherever we lived in a different city. And our neighbor was cutting something with a skill saw or a uh, circular saw. And he had rubber banded the guard. You know, I almost lost, I almost lost right it an unknown thigh. number of fingers with the, a circular saw. Oh, really? Saw. Yeah. Well, this guy like almost, I don't want to say he didn't, he almost cut his leg off. Cause you're not going to, you're not going to cut your leg off, but you're going to like potentially bleed out. And I think that he had, he just barely missed one mm. of the main arteries. Femoral I don't know what, what is no, in your leg? Broad. It's the main artery. The femoral. Yeah. yeah. Carado. Yeah. Femoral. Yeah, femoral. He had like just uh, barely missed it, but they said like my mom, I think my mom was a nurse at the time is what she was doing. Um, and you could just see like it was his, his leg was just like splayed open. Epic. Like you could see like the fat. You could see. I hate when you see that. the fat. <laughs> well, I was no. going to say my story, I almost lost all of my, uh, I say an unknown number of fingers from a circular saw. And it was, it was doing a, a construction project in high school. Wait, wait, wait. How do you lose fingers with a circular saw? That's a good question. And I will, if you. A circular saw, you like cut your leg or you your mean? torso. You, you're holding the wood underneath. No, no, not, not a table. Wait, what are you talking about? 
Like this, the saw that you go. Wait, you like, you like an iron. Yeah, you hold like this. Yeah, yeah. You almost yes. lost fingers with that. So okay, <laughs> what? If you listen what to the story, you, you will understand. <laughs> no, I just want to. I, I just want to make gotta, sure that we're talking about the, the right tool here. Uh, I was okay. building a trebuchet for physics class. Okay. okay, very important detail, and my Plus. friend came over to build it with me because I had the power tools, not the knowledge. I had the tools, and I. So we went to go cut one of the pieces of wood. And I was like, oh, I'll cut it really quickly. But it was, it was, I forget why we were whole, like, I had to, it was awkward how we had to cut it. I don't remember all the details, honestly. Um, I think it may have, it was like a, uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm failing to describe it. It was like five inches by like one. It was like a five by one. I don't know if it was, yeah. Like a piece well, of it plywood. Was thick. Or was it like a It was, it was like, like a pine or something. Like, like it was raw wood. It wasn't plywood. Like a two it wasn't by four? a two by four. Like it said, it was oh, like, a like, five a, like a board. By like a board. One. I don't know what it would be. It's just like the pine wood that you get, like the wide and thin thing. Yeah, yeah, like a board. Yeah. So board. I went to go and pine cut board. it, and then I went. I just went to go cut it, and then the saw got jammed, and I was just like, okay, well that's annoying. I pulled the saw back, and there's a knot, and I guess the saw I was using wasn't great, for everything that got pinched in the knot. So I went again and went, and it got stuck in the the knot. And I was like, oh, well, this is, like, annoying. And I think it's because I was doing things really stupidly. So then... Sometimes that happens if you're not, like, Yeah, so it kind of got stuck in the knot. But I was, like, like ripping with the saw. Up. And then when I, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to, like, pull the whole saw blade out. Because I think I when I went to go do it again, I didn't pull it out again. And it didn't have enough time to rev up. So it just kind of got stuck again. So when I pulled it out to reset, my friend asked me something. And I so I let go of the wood and backed up. And then realized that all four of my fingers... Were in front of the knot was like here, and all four of my fingers were on the other side of the ah. knot. So if the if that knot didn't stop the saw, it would have cut through an unknown number of my fingers. So wait, 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 wait. You were holding. I was holding directly this is like some wily coyote. You were cutting. You were cutting a tree branch. You're you're cutting the tree branch while sitting on the no, side I, of the branch that's gonna really fall know how to describe what i was doing because i honestly when i think about this yeah, it, it sounds no like you were sense. holding you were holding the board you're like cutting through it but you're the way you're holding yeah you I, see so your fingers. This, is, this is like some stupid box here if this was the board i was holding it like this oh and i oh think i think my Jesus friend Christ. was holding it down on something on the other end and then so when i went it stopped right here on the knot and it was only when i took my fingers out that i realized they were all in the way of the blade I hear that, that people don't have a good grasp of, like, there's, like, the spatial awareness. That you know what happened when that like happened? 16 years old. <laughs> what was my response? <laughs> Just shrugged it off. I, I, it should have I been. Said, a, I said, I, never I actually vividly again. remember this. Because up until that point, I had never been, like, really in a moment where you're like, was this chance I didn't lose a bunch of fingers? Or, like, am I the main character? <laughs> and, you know, being yeah. 16, I was like, you know what? I think it's just because, you know, I can't lose my fingers. Bad things can't happen. <laughs> and uh, that, that has since changed, that, that mentality. But at that moment, like, I had to take it two ways. Like, oh, my God, I was, like, either going to be traumatized that I almost just cut all my own fingers off. <laughs> or I was never I'm in danger. I've done you know, similar things a lot. I have, I have fake invincibility, as, you know, young kids think they have. 
plot Once armor. Once as a kid, nothing bad has happened up until that point. So you're just like, you know, nothing bad will happen. But yeah, sir, what were you saying, Kevin? Right, right. I said I've done the same thing with a jigsaw, like <laughs> a lot. Like sometimes I only like did this really once, Kevin. detailed work where you can't you mm. can't clamp it down because if you clamp it, the clamp yeah. gets in the way of like the base of the jigsaw. So you have to like actually hold it. Okay, what about like a, a table, like the skill? Uh, what, what do you call the uh, the jigsaws that are on a table, the table mounted ones? Oh, the uh, the the whole the whole thing goes. Da, da, yeah, da, 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 da. I just call it jigsaw. Scroll saw. Scroll saw. I don't use that. Yeah. I like, like the big, instead of buying a two hundred dollar scroll saw. I think those are actually. I'm gonna use my saws. hands. I'm gonna risk the sanctity. You're not gonna risk my your fingers. See with the with the jigsaw, you're gonna lose a tiny bit of skin. It's you're gonna not gonna cut through though. your whole finger. It's just gonna it's go. Gonna like, be, it's gonna be a bad. Like an angle grinder. I did that once. Angle grinder is really not that bad. Well, unless. I feel like C- kind of cauterizes The worst part of the angle yeah. grinder is when the shard flies off and sticks in your eye socket. <laughs> Oh, when it explodes! I've, I have I have a scar on my knuckle pictures. from Angle Grinder. What happened? I just nicked it. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I think they stitched it up, but it still was like it's really. It just. It's like they use it for cutting off uh, like casts and stuff too. They use like abrasive blades, so it, it will burn you, but it'll like it won't. It's not that Wait, bad. Wait, so like, what are you talking about? Good. No, those those love vibrate them. back the, and the forth. little multi tools. Wait, which one? Oh, these. No, some of the, I think some of the cast blades spin. Bernard would now. I think so. Bernard? What are we talking Bernard? about? Bernard. I was thinking about standards <laughs> for a second. When you get when you ha- when you, when you get, get a cast cut off, cut off. <laughs> you're a cast cut off. It's like a yeah. is it like a it's like a diamond saw, right? Does it reciprocate uh, or does it spin? I think it reciprocates. Like, I don't like I don't think it, I mean it, both. Depends. I maybe cast saw. We get, good news. We got your cast <laughs> off. Cut Bad your news. Cut your arm off. <laughs> we also cut your leg in half. Oh, no, I think it, they have it, both. It looks I think like they you, definitely I mean, have. No, I see. I see reciprocating ones, yeah, and but I also old, see full says, spinning ones. Uh, yeah, it says they rapidly oscillate or vibrate. <laughs> Here's a picture that says a Reddit post. It's cutting me. Oh no, the cast saw doesn't cut you. And then there's a picture of this guy's hand with like a kind of like an abrasive <laughs> cut on his. So I definitely think they will cut you if you yeah, push hard enough you or if you keep it in one spot But the reciprocating ones, they're pretty cool. Like, I used the multi-tool. My mom, I remember this. My mom got uh, uh, stung by a wasp, and then her finger started swelling up Ugh. around her ring. Oh, no. So she was like, she was like, oh, God, no. like, and her finger started turning, like, purple. So she's like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. But I'm like, no. I was I'm like, I have <laughs> what it takes. Actually, now that I think of it, I think I cut it off with a Dremel. Never mind. <laughs> He unhinges his jaw. And you might be the main She put it like her Nigel. finger, her ring on yeah. a piece of ice so that it would stay cold. And then I dremeled the uh, the ring off. And then we oh, yeah, expanded yeah, yeah. it a bit. And then she brought it to a jeweler and they fixed it. Fix it. I also videotaped yeah. it too. I, I, th- Dude, I thought about well, it because I found the video. That's recently. why I don't like wearing Did jewelry. You? <laughs> you should post, post it I in told the, my mom, I'm like, I will do this, but right I must now. videotape it. Wait, when was this? Were you a YouTuber by then? There's a. Uh, Oh, this was like a year ago. Oh, nice. Okay. She didn't want to go to the hospital because of COVID. Yeah. So she's. I mean, okay, honestly, well. it probably would have been triaged, and then then her finger would have needed to be amputated. No, probably not. Probably not. Probably <laughs> yeah. not. I think. You probably, <laughs> I don't. 
Wait, if how long how long could that happen before? The uh, finger is I mean, toasted? it depends. Like if if the swelling gets really bad and then the blood supply gets cut off, I mean, could it could be pretty quick. It just depends on how, how big. Like if you just right now if you just totally cut zip tied my oh, finger shut. shut. <laughs> I mean, it within like Bernard, we need downtown like sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, within an hour. Hmm. So it was a medical emergency. That yeah, that that for sure is. So you you cutting it off was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's there was really no other way around it. Like yeah, you I, had to I, cut it otherwise. Oh no! Like and that's when she said she's like I'll go to the hospital and I was just she's like if I do what would they do I'm like they would cut it they'd off. get a tool and cut it off. Yes. Yeah, they they'd just cut the cut finger the off, off, take the ring exactly. off in one piece, and then put Actually, the finger back on. See that was. <laughs> Heat up some hot glue with a torch <laughs> and then just kind of dab it on. And... There was a kid in uh, my woodshop class in middle school, which the woodshop class I took in middle school was one of the best classes I ever took. I'm so glad they had that program. But they had these wood lathes, and the wood lathe has, like, like you've got the motor unit, and the motor unit has, like, two, there's like two uh, connections that are, like, threaded. So you can put something on the back of it, like if you want to make a bowl or something where you need to get all the way around okay. it. Or sand. I don't really know. Oh, no. Oh, Kevin, you there? I'm back. to cut out for a second. Um, I and, see my other camera still worked. And so there's essentially there's this hole in the back of the machine that has a thread in it. Well, that, that, that whole axle spins as well. So you can imagine like if it's spinning and you stick something in there to like suck it in. So this kid, for whatever reason, was like talking to someone who was using the lathe. Like the teacher was, I don't remember. And he was like standing right next to the machine. And for whatever reason, he like kind of like stuck his finger in the hole. Dude. <laughs> and it like sucked his finger in. And so he It was he, threaded like, in the back? Yeah. I, I, yes. I don't know. I guess you could put like a bowl mount on the back or something like that. Mm, I, I don't know okay. exactly. Maybe you want to sand. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a woodworker. There's probably a reason. So he like rips his finger out before it gets too deep. I don't I don't know. Maybe it sucked it in like a like a half an inch or something. So he rips his finger out and it just rips the entire like ah. bit of skin off of his finger. Oh God! This is the kid that like looks off a bridge and says, "Wow, I, that would suck if I fell off this bridge." But yeah. actually, just jumps off the bridge <laughs> and then does it to learn for himself if it does suck. I remember there's like a trail of blood mm. <laughs> through the witch shop. <laughs> Man, I've caught myself doing something stupid like that before with my lathe. Like I had this little pipe, you know, with like a maybe three quarter of an inch inside diameter and I yeah. needed to smooth it out. So I, I got some, uh, some sandpaper and I wrapped it around my finger and I stuck my finger. Kevin, like, no. There. <laughs> 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 just rips your fingers, like spinning your finger and just ripping off the tendon. Yeah. So that's like, I did that for about a half second and then I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa hold on brain. It's that moment <laughs> where today. you're just like, you turn the machine off and you're just like, why did I do that? <laughs> How about we continue this tomorrow? <laughs> so, you know, uh, and then I just, I, I taped the sandpaper to a stick and I did it like that. Instead. It probably worked better anyways. <laughs> we'll right, never this know. Is, there's a six minute video somebody sent me that I want to show you guys. Uh, do we want to try, should we try the screen share and see what happens? Or should we do it in Discord? Have a second call in Discord. You want to do it for Patreon? Watch. Oh, we could do it for Patreon too. Well, this person sent me an email. I'm hey, not sure I have if a question. What do you guys know about this? Yeah. Super white. Super. I don't know white. what that is. 
It tastes good. So Sounds I like uh, I just product. discovered this. Uh, so this. you know, like light stands have uh, a lot of threading, and it's just a giant piece of metal, but it needs to be uh, well lubricated. So the yeah. Oh, it's is grease. it like it grease? is super white lithium, lithium grease? grease. I've got what that stuff you? in a spray bottle. Just like white this lithium is like the best stuff ever. Aerosol. Like I've been painting it you... everywhere, and like I'm pretty sure at this point I've like inadvertently <laughs> eaten some of it. <laughs> It's uh, it's bad. awesome though. Like, I mean, the the light stands and everything is just like, yeah. It, it, no more squeak. Does it say that it's? Uh, does it have? Any I mean, it's lithium grease. Warning on it? Uh, I mean, it says, I think the lithium's not good for you. I think it's pretty pretty <laughs> good. I I, I think, think they have a bad. food safe version of it. Is lithium uh, grease food safe? I use this grease. It's like, black. so you have the opposite, super like, black. I don't know. It's. <laughs> super black but it's nasty dude if once it touches something it's oh like you can't get it off permanently like super lube. sticky super black i think it's like molybdenum grease with like carbon chart graphite dude, what in kind it? of exotic grease are you using i use it on mm. like the wheels and the lathe i don't or, like, really lube anything stuff, it's, <laughs> I just... it's super sticky <laughs> You spray WD a bit when, it's, when it squeaks. Oh, so the, apparently the stand manufacturer was like, don't use WD. Um, these are all uh, from like this LA company called Matthews. Mm. And so it's like, I noticed cause I bought, I bought a, a crank stand cause I have like one really heavy light. And so like, you need to use a crank to like elevate mm. the stand. And there's like this like white grease everywhere in it. And then on their channel, like the guy was mm. like, yeah, this is the stuff that we use and we paint it on our stands. And I'm like, all right, so let me get a, a can of this. I got it from Amazon and I've just been painting it everywhere. I'm like, hey, grease everywhere. I pro I used it on the smoker to assemble Door it. And I'm like, I've probably just done that. So now I'm gonna be eating lithium <laughs> grease in my face. We gotta come back to the smoker. I, we moved away from this too fast. He wants to tell us all about right. his smoker. I, I found lithium grease is, can be, it can be food safe. I think it's one of those things where it's just because it's lithium oh. grease doesn't mean it's food safe, <laughs> but it can be food safe. <laughs> Bernard setting himself up for his own video. What are you gonna cook? <laughs> yeah, tell uh, this man assembled his smoker with lithium. Oh, covered grease his life with lithium brain. grease. There was a. <laughs> oh, he put lithium yeah, grease in his this smoker. Is what happened. The it started dripping. And this all over is what happened to his lungs. <laughs> cut it up and eat it. You know, um, there was uh, there was something on Twitter over the weekend about like dipping your uh, scrotum in some fluid as like contraception. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah the ultrasonic. So, oh god, I was like, Hell I was actually no, thinking, bro. you know, I no there was way. a case that happened at the hospital um, where somebody dipped their balls into something and then their organs shut down. Uh, maybe I can cover it. It's not contraception, but so. <laughs> but what would happen what if you was did that the in an thing... ultrasonic bath? So the ultrasonic bath part, I don't know. Uh, that has to be like maybe some kind of newer research. <laughs> Your scrotum. <laughs> we need some. We need some. Uh, we need don't some. We need Alan. We need Alan with nut busters. This is actually what we call nut blasters. It's probably a special, a special kind of ultrasonic bath. They're like a special frequency or low power. Because if you stick like, dude, stick something in an ultrasonic bath, like a piece of oh. meat, it'll dissolve. Really? Yeah, but you can put your apart. finger yes. in. Wait, it. What, but you can put your finger in it. Yeah. Keep your finger in there for a long time, I, and it's it's gonna. I mean, have if problems. that's an irreversible process, yeah, right. like that's not. I, I people. But also, the problem is that. it's happening internally as well, not just externally. 
No, I feel like there's so much dampening. There's so much damping between the yeah, outside need... of your body and the I'm inside. Sorry, like, there's so like your skin is like a really good damper. Yeah, but but your scrotum is different, right? So like so, the vibrations. So, would... I would say that I don't know about that because I mean, the most common thing I guess in chem and stuff, you can use the ultra ultrasonic bath to degas, and I don't really think it just degasses the surface. I think like the whole liquid kind of. It definitely makes it in. Like, just because you have some stuff on the outside, it's there's definitely some ultrasonic getting to the core. <sighs> we need you to test, Will. You need to sacrifice yourself for science. I, I think that the tweet said, like, I will not dip my balls in the this pool. This man dipped his balls. No, so I, I do have a video that I was um, thinking about doing where somebody did dip their balls into something and then their organs shut down. Um, what did they dip what, into? What, no, can you say what no, the something I, I was? I won't say it, it for suspense of the video, but type it. Type it in the chat. Discord. Oh yeah, I closed Discord. Oh, I, closed I'll, Discord. I'll type it in. There's a chat for. Uh... Say it. Say and, it. Oh, there's so, a chat so here. The thing is, like the yeah. the scrotum is highly vascularized, so things will absorb in and they will go directly into your blood. So, so uh, you're saying that. Mm, so be careful. So. Instead of boofing, we could do something called <laughs> dipping your sack, teabagging into tustin. large quantities Tust of drugs, teabagging tea this thing. Yeah, no. So it's... <laughs> Trying to get drunk by, oh, it was booze. It was booze. booze? It had to be booze. Uh, dude, you can't, you can't ruin his video. He has to, he cannot confirm. Okay, put it in the chat. I. Put it in the chat. Type it. Type You're it in the ruin chat. It. Type You're in the ruining chat his video in real time. I, I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm not gonna ruin this video. I, I'm, I'm, this is uh, this is so so your organs don't shut down. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, be careful of the liquid that comes in contact with just that general area. For women, the vaginal um, the vaginal canal also is highly vascularized, Throw so down. a lot of things can get uh, into the bloodstream directly from there. Um, and for yeah, for men, for women, uh, both the areas are highly vascularized, so you can get right into the. Speaking for balls, you're definitely blue balling <laughs> us right now with this. Seriously, just type in the chat, damn it, Bernard. You're not gonna. We're gonna spoil it for uh, the you'll, three you'll of us. You'll see the video. Like you guys are gonna react and confirm. No, it, we'll just yeah, but no, but we'll look at it, and then we'll be like, hmm, okay, okay. We'll prom interesting. We prom if and anyone gonna make overreacts one or gives it away, Bernard, you have um, something. We can also cut no, it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out myself. I'm going to go. Google Scholar. With the power of Sci-Hub and Google Scholar, I will figure you, this wait, out. Wait, do you have a paid subscription for uh, academic journals? Oh. No, I, I use Sci-Hub. I, I pay for, like, individual journals, just, like, like, my own access. Some of the stuff gets, like... Well, some of the what? stuff gets really expensive. Bro. You're I mean, a it's like, you know, like, what is it? When you're, uh, when you're for, like, professional societies, like right? Just um, for one article. Usually you think that, you know, they would... Oh, no. You have to pay for too. everything. You want to renew your certification? No, that'll be $2,000. Dude, that shit pisses me off. Why? How is this not like a publicly funded thing where you have all this information that's like oh, behind so, a paywall? Like, so like interesting. I was in... Um, I was at a... a my, my, my buddy's daughter had a birthday party and I was talking with his wife and she works for an academic journal or she did in the past. And so... The thing is, like, mm. the people at the journals, they don't work for free. 
and like that's where part of the money goes. I don't think that's where all the money goes because I like I don't know if like the CEO of the right. like the big dog in the organization's making a ton of money off of it. But like there is like cataloging and like there is like labor that's involved. Yeah, but like you've been to a library. <laughs> but that's paid for by the state, right? You know, it's got to be right. But that's I feel like that kind of stuff should be paid for. Like how how do like the universities not collectively pay for? an organization system for their, you know, I, I bet you the cost of like a single university library, like what they pay the overhead to have employees and stuff probably is, is more than what you would pay to run like an online uh, library of. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it, that, that whole thing is like a separate business. And like, I mean, that can be like an argument of whether or not that should be a business or not. Um, but I think back in the day, maybe it's like one of those things that made sense. Like, right. you know, it could actually help to collect all the stuff, put right. it in an easy to find place. It's like Ticketmaster, dude. Like here's a convenience fee exactly. for downloading right. this article that no one here has ever looked at. It was just it's automatically like distributors, the distributor, like middleman for like, you know, some company makes thing. a chain and they sell it to a bunch of distributors who sell it to people. But now you can just mm. find this company. You type in like yeah. people that make this and you get right to the manufacturer. And all they do is they drop ship it to you anyway, so it doesn't make any sense. It's like Tesla; you can go straight to Wait, Tesla. Wait, Nigel, what were you going to say? Dealer. Oh, I was going to say the worst thing with the papers and stuff is when they go, "Oh, you can uh, you want to look at this paper? You can rent it for eight hours for twenty dollars." And you're like, "What?" Or like, you can have it for forty-eight hours for thirty-nine ninety-nine. And you're just like, "That's I, shameful, I, dude." I just I don't even know if this has the info I want. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Wait. Do you guys not? Do you guys know Wait, what SciHub I do, Kevin. is? I I just want to say this first though. I bought a paper okay. once, okay, because I couldn't find it anywhere. I bought it. it. Cost me forty dollars to get the paper. You know what that paper was? They when I yeah it was just the abstract. An abstract. So I had to contact them for a uh. refund because they sold me the abstract. <laughs> and it was like Wiley or something. It wasn't like some obscure company. I was like, I don't know how that happened. So I never, I never got the paper. <laughs> but I was mad enough. All right, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna tell people about SciHub because I don't know if so, a lot of people know what it is. But basically, it's a service that allows you to view paywalled with, articles in these without like, the know, paywalls or whatever. <laughs> I don't know exactly how, how it works. Is I think it's like you know, so people have accounts mm. and they like share that with SciHub. I have read and it searches through their accounts. I have read that on Reddit, especially if you have a journal or an article, like a scientific journal, you can give that to people. Yeah. And nobody cares if, if right. you're reading this for free. Like the people that wrote this article, you're not hurting them at all when right. you do this. Like you, like, I, I think generally speaking, it's like they have the right to distribute their own material, but the distributors have the right to sell the material. So it's like you can go directly to the author or you can buy it from one of these distribution places. So in this case, I don't think there's anything against distributing the journals. Yeah, you can always email the authors and they would probably just give it to you like if they had time to like respond and actually do it. Does it mean you know, that maybe email some of the other people like if 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 the author gives you the journal that you're not allowed to redistribute the journal? No, no, I I was saying like I'm sure they would give it to you if they like you know, saw your email and had the time to respond and do all that. And if they don't, you know, don't even reach out to the main author, reach out to like the assistants or the graduate right. helper students, ask them, they might see it more, 
you know. So here's my question: like, if if it costs money to run these like, you know, journal websites, how does SciHub do it if it's all free? Well, I think it's based on like donations. Oh, I think stuff. that what they're. I mean, PubMed oh, is run is publicly right. funded, right? So, right? so and they're they're pretty good with indexing. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I most feel like of it that's... links back to, to PubMed, Med, and you it, you know they say full text available on yeah. Wiley or whatever journal, and you go click on it, you know, you get the abstract, but then you no, go to Kevin, the full text, then you pay and you get and the abstract again, except you paid forty dollars. No, you go to HTTP double black backslash sci-hub dot se no it's sci-hub dash se sci-hub dash se and then you paste the pubmed id and then yeah, you get a journal take you down you get your article. research scholar paper is gonna take you down big research scholar paper could could stick their nuts <laughs> in an ultrasonic cleaner <laughs> bernard's like get me out of this podcast and whatever mysterious chemical bernard refuses to tell us about was it milk? Oh, Nigel. What? Is this secretly about you and your milk? <laughs> 20 questions. This is 20 questions. We're trying to guess what the guy put his balls in that Bernard refuses to tell us. How do I type <laughs> this even into Google? Soak testicles in plus organ <laughs> Kevin, I don't know. You're going to get some interesting results. <laughs> So I, oh, the thing is, God. like, so skin, uh, things can absorb through the skin, um, but it's, like, sometimes it's over-exaggerated. So, like, when they were saying um, some some things can go through the skin and other things can't. So, you know, it's, like, but highly vascularized skin can be a little bit different. So, like, rubbing it in different areas will have different absorption rates mm. into the body. Uh, and the scrotum just happens to be highly vascularized to the point where... If it's not just water and soap, probably don't want to uh, rub anything up. It was icy hot. I just saw some stuff, man, and my eyes are actually watering. <laughs> what do you see? So, so it's funny. Um, I, there's a shout out to uh, Will and Nigel in this video that I'm putting out tomorrow, and oh, damn. Uh, and it's funny because it. the reactions yeah. are are so Good. very typical. People who know Nigel. He's laughing at the subject matter, whereas William's like, what? How old was the food? And then uh, Maker's Muse was like, all right, I'm never going to eat ever again. <laughs> whereas, like, Nigel's just, like, laughing, like, ha-ha, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody died. <laughs> it was like Elon laughing at the dead deer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do uh, – we'll, we'll get – do a bromine right, video. Was it gasoline? Oh, oh, gasoline, like bromine, was it bromine? It absorbed right into the blood from the balls. At least, um, I'll say this, at least right in the chem. Balls. Apply the directly classic, to your balls. Uh, Kevin, you probably know about this. Like The classic <laughs> solvent to be careful with is DMSO. Oh, What's yeah, that? yeah. It'll help it, shuttle like, things through your you know, skin. Facilitates stuff. So it's like yeah. if you're working with toxic stuff and DMSO, you have to be extra careful. Well, don't yeah just don't mm. be dumb because you can get away with not using gloves for a lot of it. stuff but then if you have it in dmso you might regret it what if you just what if you just don't use it is that um, solvent that you can dmso avoid? is a very it's not that, it's it's like a common uncommon solvent like when you need it you need it but for most applications mm. like people don't use it 
but it's a very weird it's it's also like a weird fringe yeah, that's health true. food thing but it's as a as a solvent it's oddly it's an organic solvent but it's very polar it's like almost as polar as water but it will dissolve things that are non or like le, like not really that polar it has like interesting polarity and solubility uh capabilities could you could you make gasoline yeah, you can make gasoline from what oh i've always wanted to do this video actually i think it'd be real i personally I think it'd be really cool from, if you tried to make gasoline um, from sugar yeah gasoline's no, a solvent no. right I want to I want to get like crude oil and make my own gasoline. Yeah, been, yes. Like I turned yeah. this into this. It's like you know, just black nasty tar. I've been trying. And then yeah, you could go. What? You could show all the different fractions. I've I've looked it up before. You you can buy like you know crude oil by the gallon. I mean, remember that one it's time we looked at DMSO and apparently like clarity is not oil. close to water. I lied. It's just very, it's just very polar. I'm fact Bernard. checking myself. What's up? <laughs> I think I found the article. Do, okay, put put it in the chat and let. I think I, I found it. it. Oh, now we put it in the chat. Now no, no, no. I'm not even gonna let oh. Will and Nigel know what it is. So I'm just gonna say a word that I think only you would, um, would know what it is. All right, we are we Wait, back now? Now, we're, now, love this now that we're back, we're back. Love this. I need to back? fact check myself. Back? I need to fact check. That was myself. a roller coaster. Not that you guys care, because I made a, an error in my chemistry. Oh, DMSO. Something yeah, so right. it's not. It's just very polar for being. This means nothing to Will, but for being an aprotic solvent. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is so. Bullying. It's like among the. It's like most. Organic solvents that get up to the polarity close to water are all protic, but it's very, it's mm, yes. it's a very pro, Scrotic it's a very polar aprotic solvent. So out of all the <laughs> yeah. common ones, I didn't know that. Apparently, one higher that it is acetonitrile. Oh, interesting. Okay. Nigel, you were right. <laughs> Will's like you were right. I didn't get anything. I didn't understand. I didn't understand <laughs> any of that. <laughs> so the one yes. that I looked up. Where the guy also there's gonna be comments about oh, Bernard yeah. drinking water out of a gallon jug. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it twice now. You've like got this just jug. <laughs> this guy was using pesticides and he was like spraying it around his, the house and he had some on his hand and he put his oh, hand yeah. in his pants yep. or something on accident. And it was called oh, it was Paraquat. Paraquat. I was, yeah, I have a I was gonna was do a, a video on Paraquat. Um in Asia the handling uh i guess the handling procedures are different than here and in some places can be more relaxed so the poisoning that uh, that poisoning is pretty awful there's also like organophosphates so like people would fly in from oh yeah that's like i've dude, made an like organic are these like, are these like active the pesticides? I, I thought i nerve gas this is stuff that still exists uh, or I realize they exist. i'm not a bug they're, yeah they're not they're not banned but uh paraquat is like highly like there's a there's a process for how you handle it um, but in other countries, their process might differ. Um, you can buy this off the shelf. Just drink it. No, you, you have to. There's... Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Well, wait so why they, would they, they drink so, it? What? So just yeah, kind of like as a warning uh, to the people listening. But some people, uh, they just want to end it. So they, they'll drink. Um... So so ag agricultural, oh, yeah. ag like agricultural accidents nice. are like, they're really brutal in a lot mm. of cases. And the chemicals that are used 
Like it's okay if you spray it over, you know, hundreds of acres. It's not okay if you like drink it in a concentrated setting, right? So, yeah. Yeah. A million PPM. A million. <laughs> Let me tell you that the symptom, one of the symptoms <laughs> this patient experienced, liver oh, derangement. No. Okay, yep. I've never heard that term before, yep. but wow, that paints a picture. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it's just it's it's from a different country. This is in in Hong Kong uh, journal. Yeah, so I think it's it, just like it a usually just refers to uh, it's usually just labs. So they'll do the blood, they'll take the blood, they'll do the uh, measurement of the liver enzymes. So if the liver enzymes are high in the blood, that means that they've died and sloughed off into the blood. So that's why they say like derangements in uh, in liver. Yeah. I that just means it like the liver stop. Any biological thing. parameter of LFT that is 1.5 yeah. times above the reference range. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what are other you, things Kevin? I can drink that will make me sleep for Wait, forever? Wait, other, other what? Sorry, I saw I just what saw are other, pictures of this case. What are other things I can drink that will make me sleep for forever? Oh, I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, let, let's, almost anything. Let, let's not, let's not. <laughs> anything in the pesticide. Oh, oh like, no! I think it's like almost anything. Like I think I remember reading a story years ago about I I don't know if this was I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. It was about these people at a restaurant ended up drinking something, and I think they I think one person died, and the other person got really sick. And it's because they screwed up and somebody dropped like detergent oh, yeah. into the drink. And it was like, I don't, I think they only had a oh, sip. God. Like it was just, detergent. it wasn't that much, but it's like, it's basic enough that it just completely neutralizes your stomach acid. Just re just, and it just reeks. You have to get your stomach pumped Damn. like ASAP or you have, you almost, yeah. and it, it burns your throat as it goes down. It's like, it can be just really bad. So if you get the caustic just, injury, it's harder to yeah, go on the like, stomach because you got to stick the, the tube down, right? I think so. some of it went into their lungs too or something. Like it leaks into the lungs and then they start having, and it's just like, that was just from an accident. I, so, I thought about that later and I was like. You, you know, like at, at the McDonald's when you like have the cup and then you, you, you know, you get the Coca-Cola from the fountain. So sometimes mm -hmm. the fountain cleaner, um, there's usually a very like tightly regulated process on how to clean that. But sometimes if somebody just uses uh, something that they shouldn't use, and then the chemicals then, or they like forget to purge, which would the never lines. happen at a restaurant run by a minimum at McDonald's. Well, yeah, I mean in that case you just don't make the chemical available at all to them. Um, so usually <laughs> they just need the process for it. Right. But yeah. If you go on like any Wikipedia article about some like dangerous chemical, there's usually some sources. It's like some stories about like, you know, the health and safety are like section of the article. There's always like some horrible accident involving this chemical. So I want to say this is, I, like, like, the, yeah. I, I found the NMDA. article. It says somebody got served detergent instead of wine. I, I don't know how that's possible. Like straight up detergent, but I, I think it was the, they they de determined it to be criminal because the police arrested the owner. Oh, it says an it, it said sorry it said Gatorade it was it said a, it was mixed enough. with industrial strength detergent for some inexplicable reason. Like it had to be like a purposeful poison. So right? it was wine. The guy ordered wine. wine and they just poured detergent, detergent in, in the cup instead. No, I think was it was just it wine straight mixed detergent. with detergent, or was it just? So the guy only took one sip, but he kind of like swallowed it before he knew what it was. Are? Our... I think so. That he died. 
even wow was he probably. already drunk but you that's like the only explanation is that they were already like put like detergent in your mouth and you're yeah if you drank a little bit i feel like you could swallow it before realizing probably i, I could see why that. why are restaurants using industrial detergent uh, they anyways? use it for like dishwashers kind of and stuff yeah, it comes in like concentrated pails, and you only have to add a couple like squirts into this huge, yeah. you know, like twenty-five gallon tub. I'm just trying to imagine like how does somebody? I think it was just straight attempted murder. Like I, I don't know how the case resolved, so. but it's like I don't think you can ever rationalize when you have like a four-liter jug, like what Bernard's drinking out of, and it has like skull and crossbones everywhere. You can't be like, oh, I thought that was the wine bottle. Excuse me, it's just one. Okay. I think we should ban soap in restaurants. Just ban restaurants. If restaurants no didn't have restaurants. detergent. <laughs> well, no, we need the restaurants, but we just need them I, to just, stop I mean, wine soap. usually, I mean, <laughs> wine doesn't come from like a, it comes from a bottle. Well, maybe this I restaurant suppose. had really bad wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Bernard, this is what I'm saying. One time, I, I put, the, I needed a, uh, a spray bottle. So I took Windex and I put it in an old Gatorade bottle. Bright blue Windex, oh, and no. my sister drank it. So, is your sister still I'm, with us? I'm just saying. <laughs> She's still oh, here. Uh, Fabuloso, here. the 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 cleaner, like the household cleaner, Fabuloso, kind of looks like it looks like um, yeah, it looks like fruit. Punch, mm, yeah. It looks like a fruit punch. Also, who drinks a half a half drinking bottle of Gatorade under How the bathroom counter? Sister? Yeah, like, an idiot. She probably. Uh, Too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, definitely. Probably uh, at least I mean, eight years old at that point. And yeah. any 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 kid nah, under uh. the age, I'd say of fourteen, <laughs> will eat things. It's like when when I was in elementary school, we would have. I, I remember people would just eat bugs for no reason, and they're like ten. Well, bugs are delicious. No, people would just eat garbage. They would just. It's like why? Probably for attention, but it means they couldn't have been. Not like it couldn't have been so bad, you know what I mean? I know college kids who will garbage Eight pick bugs. food because oh. they because it saves money, right? So yeah, where's Alan? They garbage. Wait, what do they do? So they'll food? they'll go to like the the, the back the dumpster oh. in the back of any one of the grocery stores or the gas stations and just kind of like pick out the food. There's pro if you're that. There's programs available. There, there's there's got to be programs there's YouTube available. videos, you know, that there talk are. about garbage picking food and like they they do it and like they they have this hall and there's like all this food. I've seen those videos cuz like when I made the gas station sushi video, um part of that is like my own personal experience cuz I eat gas station sushi at least once a week. I said it in the video. Uh but I also knew people who would garbage pick all the time and that's just, and they still do it today. And I'm just like, you guys are like, like on one hand, I used to work at a grocery store. I, I understand we threw away a lot of stuff, you know, like crackers, breads, stuff that, you know, doesn't really expire, but man. Oh no. Yeah. You don't, you don't do the or anything like That's, that. Uh... Stay away. Sometimes people gar garbage pick the gas station. Like I mean, it's like, it looks nice. I mean, they'll. I know people will do the perishable yeah. food, and that's yeah. Just you're, you're playing with fire doing that stuff. I feel like the money you save on the food will like, be I think, easily. I think it's acceptable if like you have no other means, but if you're strictly doing it because you're cheap, it's kind of not worth the risk. Like if you're if you I have the means 
Uh-huh. Like if you're not, yeah. Like if it's just just to save money. You, you can still be selective yeah, yeah, yeah. about what you're picking too. <laughs> you don't have to pick. No, but to like, really don't save, pick the things that are you like. Can't be selective. But the thing, oh, grocery man. stores, they they just like really pile it all in there. It's like a nasty soup of just. But I, I worked of... at a grocery store, and some of the stuff mm. that we threw out there, a I, I mean, a lot of the stuff we threw out was just horrendous that we shouldn't have thrown out. Yeah. Um. But then some of the stuff that I'm yeah. like, yeah, if you ate this, I I would be a little bit uh, concerned. Dude. So you worked a in a grocery months. store oh, too. Bernard did. Did you yeah, ever? Yeah, I was. I worked oh, Bernard, at, a, you did at too. a super target. So we had like frozen food and meat. And what what's funny is on my so they they have yeah. a walkie where they call people. And on my first day, uh, I'm in the bathroom, and I left my walkie on, and the thing goes off and it says frozen Bernard. And I'm you know I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm you know there's a guy next to me starts laughing. And I'm just thinking, oh, oh no, like, do I respond? And like, it's my first day. So I'm like, I have to respond. So I'm like, uh, this is frozen Bernard. Can I help you find something? And then the, the guy next to me, just he just, he starts dying of laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. And then, and then the guy on the walkie says, what is your location? <laughs> and I'm just thinking, oh no. So I'm like, uh, Frank, I'm on the john. I can't talk right now. And then I like turn my walkie off, and then the, the, the dude, the dude in the next stall, is just laughing. And I'm like, okay. So I finish, I, I finish what I needed to do, and then I walk out. And there's like a, a group of people that were working in electronics, like pointing and laughing at me, because I'm like the new dude who like told everyone that I'm taking a dump <laughs> across across all the walkies through the whole store. That's why you just got to be super aggressive when you answer a question. You're Bernard, like, I'm you taking a shit. Have I'll be no <laughs> shame. Just being, just being like, I'm on the toilet. What's up? <laughs> just like. No, see, no don't yeah. even say you're on the toilet. Say exactly what you're doing and they'll I'm never ask you again. I'm in stall three of the. <laughs> the stall three taking a little 50%, bit of a. 50% It's not the greatest down. shit I've ever had. <laughs> it's still pretty noteworthy though. Yeah. You're welcome to come check it out. Yeah, it's not, it's not my biggest ever. But that's so bad. Your first day, you're just trying so hard to not. I mean, just to fit in. <laughs> yeah, like, and like I was in high school, so that was like my first like like big job outside of like working for this chef. But mm. it was um, yeah, we threw away so much meat and like frozen food, and like you couldn't take it home. Like they they, they there was a, a manager who wrote somebody up on my team for taking home like some turkey. It was like a frozen turkey that they just tossed, and it's like it wasn't even expired or anything. They're like, "Oh well, Thanksgiving's yeah. over. We're not selling turkey anymore." And the dude was like, "No, like you're just gonna you're gonna throw that meat away. It's like a twenty pound turkey." Um, but yeah, no, I grocery stores sometimes wow. it is a little bit gratuitous um, for the waste. But I I kind of get it from their end too. I was at if a... stuff is gonna make people sick, you just don't even want to take the chance. No, there's a whole liability thing where if they give it to the employees and the employee gets sick, then they're liable and like, so it's like just to. A... No, that's there's... all bullshit. That's all. Just say you, you also... can't sue but you, me. But you, even you if they write a clause saying you can't sue you, they can sue you. But well, they should you be can able st- to. It should be like any any judge. But you still, I'm just saying, you that. still. Their, what their they should do is just don't deal with any of it. It's you're not allowed eating it, so you can't sue me. It's not even worth the risk on their end. Yeah, the problem is, people are so like they're so sue happy here that like this is why we can't have nice things. I think what they should do is 
instead of like don't let the employees take it but have some other thing like donating it to like soup kitchens and stuff where it's like you have yeah. a more explicit rule in place where if you donate food to the, the kitchen they have to sign Drop it off, it off and they're responsible for something. determining if it's good or not and that way you don't have that weird conflict of interest where it's like employees are just like purposefully making food disappear so they can take it or whatever because like, i know that does happen um but then you're so still some some cities do have stuff. programs like um I, re I volunteered at this thing in Philly called Phil Abundance, and they get I, they get food that would have been I, I don't know if it would have been tossed or if it's donated, but like I was in that refrigerator sorting out foods. This was just a couple of years ago. Was, some of the stuff though was like clearly bad, and you had to toss it, um, you know. But right. Yeah, we have something like that here too. All Faiths Food Bank. You know, you we would not my store, but like other stores would donate to them and it would be you know perishable stuff but it would only be in there for like you know a couple days before it was gone but anybody could come come in and get it but with my store it was a like you know it wasn't a big chain it was independent so we kind of had a lot more leeway mm. with what we could take home after that but then they told us that we couldn't do that anymore but we it still just would. Dude, I would like, know, this I is... would know what's about to expire and i was like oh yes i'm getting those chips tonight it's gonna be so good here this is you this know, is what happens steal, but Wait, I should wrap up eventually. you have like let's... <laughs> oh yeah we'll wrap okay uh you you work at a, a company they have free sodas somebody comes in every day and like just grabs like 12 sodas and takes it back to their desk <laughs> and they take them home I worked at a company like that, that they gave free soda. The, there were free vending machines, and you could take an, as much soda as yeah. you want. And what they did, this will bring us full circle, was that the sodas were a tax write-off as a benefit to the employees. And so um, they didn't care how much, like, oh, you mm. want to take home this 24-pack of Coke Zero? Right. Yeah, please. And then, yeah, so that was, yeah, right, but that brings fine. us full circle. <laughs> Back to taxes. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I have one more no, grocery store question. Okay. Did you guys ever find anything like super nasty in a grocery store, like a product that was expired or something that was sitting on the shelf, like a, a seal was broken on some I spaghetti found sauce? I never worked at a grocery store though. And it's like, uh, or like sometimes what would happen is the people would like open the meats or the deli meats, like cut open the box, mm -hmm. like slice it open, put it on the shelf. And there would be a big, huge razor blade. They'd slash the package open. Then the meat would like sit back there for a, a while until it got like green and nasty. And then when it comes time for somebody to like buy it, the next one up is like some nasty meat, and they bring it forward. I've seen pasta sauce <laughs> with mushrooms growing out of it. Maybe dude. mine was just managed pretty I well. Swear I didn't to God. see anything. It, at Target, um, we had something called Cumos. Uh, it was quantity mark out of stock. That was like kind of the stuff that you're gonna get rid of the dairy and the meats so sometimes the ground beef the package will just like look like it's exploding and that's just because there's so much gas that's built up from the rotten meat but the thing is it used to be um Ugh. you had to cut it open and toss the actual meat and recycle the package so sometimes we would cut open the meat and then the gas Ew. would you know just blow in your face and you just catch a whiff of like rotten meat and it might be like you know three weeks old or something Oh my god! I saw a jar of peanut butter that had been like chewed open by a, a rat in a 99 cent store. Yeah, were you I there was with there. us? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did we take pictures? That was insane. I think we did. 
It was, was just insane. a jar of peanut butter, and the back side of it was completely like the plastic was completely chewed open, like a huge pocket. And you could see like the little paw yeah. marks, like reaching they were, like, into it, the. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely one of the worst I've wild. ever seen because that didn't that did not make it on the shelf like that. <laughs> and it stayed. It must have been on the shelf for a while too. Yeah, like holy. It's good that we ending is that how we end then we go to the patron oh yeah we forgot to say that the well the last week's patreon got kind of messed up we can't do screen shares here it's just bad we have to figure something else out so see you guys uh patreon yeah thanks bernard chubby emu happy valentine's day happy valentine's day a week late how are we a week ahead i don't even know anymore i think we're only a week ahead now we better we got to be good about this i know Um, All right. Thanks to us, our sponsor, Patreon supporters. Uh, anime. Those are actually the sponsors. Anime yeah. was the sponsor. This one's for you, Patreon supporters. Yeah. Shout out. All. What, how many people? Is like 400 people? Oh, wow. 400. Is it? I don't know. It's a lot. The Discord is like popping. Join this, this science gang, guys. Yeah. There's a lot of fun on Patreon. There's actually some really cool and interesting and smart people there. Cool projects. A lot of people with really big peepees on the on the Patreon server. Yeah, if you, if, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some challenges too. I still have the other CT scan or I shouldn't have said that the other the other challenge I want to do with the gift cards. Damn it! We already did the first one. People already know what it is. This is going to be more complicated. Um, all right, Patreon. We'll see everyone all right, later. Patreon. All the see normies. We'll see you later, and everyone, all the epic gamers, chads that support us on Patreon. We'll see you in a second. Or a day. I don't know. Usually, I'm bad at editing. Getting the second the, <laughs> the Patreon episode out like a day later. All right, we're leaving. For real All this right, time. bye. <laughs> ah.